The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Everybody, welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. Joining us is my good pal, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is up, sir? I'm tired today. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm my exhausted. back hurts. I'm exhausted. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. I guess so. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting comfy over here. Yeah, I'm getting comfy. Taking yeah. off some clothes now that you're not on video? Yeah. So we just tried the Twitch thing just as a, uh, you know, just to see if we could do it. It was a semi-success and semi-failure. Semi. Yeah, because everybody could hear us, but they couldn't uh, they couldn't see us, which sucked in ass. So, and it only took about 10 minutes, and then they could see us, and then I was, yeah, just stupid. No, they never could see us. They saw a glimpse of your desktop with yeah. the uh, Ad- Adobe Audition on it. And that was about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Internet's just struggling over here in Iowa. So. Well, I'll, I'll get. Welcome to my show. You take care of the recording of the show oh, and yeah. of the uh, posting is- and all that. And I'll worry about the video. Yeah. I just I had a revelation just a little bit ago as to why that won't work, but we're not going to get into it right now. <laughs> I just got a message from Clint, who was watching us yeah. on Twitch. Uh, he says he hopes that Josh gets abducted live on Twitch. That'd be great. Then you guys would actually see it. So yeah, if you guys haven't done so yet, I know people have already started to go over and uh, follow us on Twitch, which is kind of cool because. And we didn't realize this, but when we, you know, went live or whatever here on Twitch, then people started hopping on. And it was people that we knew, people that had already listened to the show that posted on Tuesday. They had listened to the show. They had already got over to, to Twitch, got the account, followed us. So well, yeah, it must we had have an notified equal number. So it must of, have notified them, right? Yeah, and we had an equal number of people that followed us watching. Plus, in the five minutes we were online, we picked up an additional five people watching. That's awesome. 
So there you um, go. Yeah, and you can text us while we're doing the show, and you can watch us, and you can yeah. watch me and or Josh read the text and then react to it. So you may <laughs> be able to get some good good video, you know, something to, to something to see. It'll be great. Um, It'll be, and you'll get great. to hear the show early. Exactly. It won't be the same. Well, it could be the same quality as long as you have this listening the same way. Yeah. I don't know. So, we'll is, to see on that. as far as audio quality, you mean? Yeah, I mean it yeah, should be the all, same. It's that. all being run through the board. It sounds exactly the same. So, but yeah, you could go to Twitch app and go to Ectoplasm Show, yeah. or you could go to Twitch.tv on your desktop or laptop or whatever and subscribe that way. Should be fun, man. Now, I want to be crystal clear here because. There's a very good possibility that Tuesday's news episode won't happen because Jason and myself will be fucking killed by then. Especially with the content of what we're about to talk about. So, uh, yeah, wanna, fuck it. Let's just dive right into it. You want to introduce this to the, to the good peeps? Yeah, so we decided, well, it was, well, yeah, we decided to talk about strange or not mysterious killings around or deaths around uh, politicians yeah and i wanted to kind of do a show encompassing a as many you know more politicians than just one and we do have two but really it's yeah. just one family <laughs> yeah and it fills up probably more than a whole show. I mean, I have a whole list here going no, back to 1987 of people that people attribute their deaths to the Clintons. Right. Ugh. And since she's notorious for whacking people, not her, <laughs> but uh, they take care of business. Oh I, I don't think I have a big enough. I don't think our show's big enough to... What are you laughing about? Talking about Clint whacking and you don't think it's big enough and whatever. No, I'm just sorry. <laughs> it's just fuck. Oh my god. Yeah, we probably won't. We're probably not on their radar, but who knows if we like I can't even do the show. Fuck. Oh man, it hurts. Okay. I'll be better. <laughs> oh, but no, you're probably right. Honestly, you're probably right, because who cares about? I mean, we're just a couple piss ants. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It'll be fine. It should be fine. <sighs> well, at least people. I've told people in my life that I'm doing this show before I do it. So, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> if 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 it does happen. Um. Well, our, our listeners will know what happened too because we mentioned it before. Exactly. Anyways, dude. So I figured I would start all of this with a confession from someone. What? I don't know if you found this while you were looking. Have you ever heard of a man named Larry Nichols? No. Okay, so Larry Nichols. claims to be a 10-year accomplice to the Clintons. And he actually was working with, you know, it's 
It's documented fact that he was working with the Clintons, but he claims to be a hired gun for the Clintons. What? So it says uh, he 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 went on a radio show some time ago and talked about this. So Larry Nichols, a former tenure accomplice to the Clintons, can now add Hitman to his list of dirty deeds. Damn. Nichols dropped a bombshell on the Pete Santilli show when he very calmly admitted that he had murdered people on command for Bill and Hillary Clinton. What? Mr. Nichols has been a voice crying out in the wilderness since he brought the light to the sexual brutality of Bill Clinton during the reign of governor in Arkansas. That information would eventually play a key role in Clinton's impeachment in the 90s. Yeah. Um, he says, they sent me overseas to kill people for them and told me it was good for the good of the country. So when they asked me to do it for them in the States, it felt no different. The real truth is, I did it for the money, and I don't give a fuck about the women I beat and the men I murdered. Holy shit. The Clintons were bad people, and I did bad things for them. I had to live with that all of these years, and now I just don't care anymore who knows it. So, Larry, Larry maintained... Yeah, go ahead. I'm just saying, this man is open and openly admitting... Yes, and he is an associate of the Clintons, at least he used to be. Yeah, until um, like next week when he dies. <laughs> I don't know when. I don't. It, it wasn't like this year that this came out. This was a little bit ago, but it was after the nineties. I tell you, um, what, so if, he, says, if he turns up dead, that's some spooky shit. Yeah, there I said it. Uh, Larry maintains the Clintons were into so many illegal activities at the time. They had to have a team of mercenaries made up of friends and state troopers to cover it all. So he was actually, this was all took place when he was governor. Wow. To cover it all up and keep them protected from the public finding out. According to Larry Nichols, both Bill and Hillary were wild and out of control and both were relentless in their pursuit for money and power. From running drugs to the rape and beating of women and young girls, both of the Clintons are guilty of the unspeakable crimes. What? So that's from wow. Larry Nichols. Damn, man. So that yeah, is really we started quite... off with that before we go into because a lot of these I found, you know, it's just and so some of them probably most a lot of them are probably coincidence. Sure. Some of them, I don't think so. Well, but let's get all... in. Let's get into some of these because yeah. honestly, when I was looking this up, I I knew that we would yes, we would be talking about Hillary Clinton to a certain extent. Hillary would be brought up, right? I knew this. Yeah, uh, I was thinking maybe we could go in order by date. Yeah, and I think that's a good idea. However, what I'm saying is I wanted to take a broader scoped look at the at the search itself right mm-hmm. i couldn't find jack shit on anything except the clintons yeah that's true i mean i didn't spend a lot of time trying to look for other political killings i'm sure we could find them well, i'm sure we could too if we um, dug deep enough but god damn well like, i mean I it's all in the news right now because yeah. literally four people or three people in the last month and a half have been killed or died and mysteriously just around Hillary Clinton stuff. I don't know, dude. It's getting weird out there. 
So the weird. first one I was able to find was Kevin Ives and Don Henry. Did you find that one? I don't know. No? I have no idea. It's in 1987, and they're known as the Boys on the Track case. Oh, shit. No, I did not. So, reports say the boys may have stumbled upon the Mena, Arkansas airport drug operation, which Clinton obviously wasn't running himself, but he actually supposedly helped cover this up and knew about it because it was an actual CIA drug operation. Um, A controversial case, the initial report of death said, due to falling asleep on railroad tracks... Later reports claimed the two boys had been slain before being placed on the tracks. Many linked to the case died before their testimony. And we'll get to that in a minute because there was like six or seven witnesses that died as well. Holy shit. Um, Died before their testimony could become or could come before the grand jury. August 22nd, 1987, when teenagers Kevin and Ives... Or Kevin Ives and Don Henry went out to a secluded area of Saline County, Arkansas for a night of deer hunting. Early the next morning, a northbound Union Pacific train or Pacific train ran over their bodies as they lied sprawled on the tracks. Yeah. Arkansas State Medical Examiner uh, Fami Malik appointed by Governor Bill Clinton, quickly ruled the boys' deaths accidental, saying they were unconscious or in a deep sleep as the result of smoking marijuana. That explanation didn't add up to Kevin's mother, Linda, who publicly challenged the findings. A local grand jury began investigating, resulting in the bodies being exhumed. Another autopsy revealed that Don Henry had been stabbed in the back and Kevin Ives had been beaten with the rifle butt. In other words, the kids had been murdered. Yeah. Murdered in an area known as a drop zone for drug smugglers. Under public pressure over the official mishandling of the case from the beginning, Governor Clinton called in two pathologists from out of state to review the work of the medical examiner and state crime lab where the autopsies were conducted. But when the Saline County Grand Jury tried to subpoena those experts for te- testimony, Clinton refused to allow it. Wow. One of the local cl- cops subpoenaed by the grand jury was Jay Campbell. Now a narcotics officer in Little Rock. I'm not sure when this was written, so I don't know. Sure. But according to Clinton, friend and supporter Dan Lassiter, convicted for cocaine dealing in 1986 and subsequently pardoned by Governor Clinton, Campbell also flew with him on some private flight suspected of being drug runs. Wow. So that's how... Because it was, because um, he knew some people that were running drugs. Uh, in 1990, Gene Duffy headed a drug tax force in the area and began to piece together evidence connecting narcotics, public officials, and train deaths. Shortly afterwards, he was threatened with death and run out of town. Yeah. So yeah, that's. Um, 
do that's this. the first one on the list that I was able to find. And what uh, what year did that happen? 1987, when he was governor. Okay, yeah. So we're talking way back. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird because I'm looking through some of these names, and there's a dude that shares the same last name as me. Yeah. I'm like, say what? So I'm yeah. going to continue on to this no, one because it ties it. in. This is from 1988, and okay. this six people. Six Arkansas people who came forward with info about the death of two teens near the MENA operations, all killed before testifying. Okay. 28-year-old Keith Coney died when his motorcycle slammed into the back of a truck. 29 Keith McCaskill or Maskell died stabbed 113 times. Gregory Collins, 30, died from a gunshot wound. Jeff Rhodes, 31, he was shot, mutilated, and found burned in a trash dump. Oh, my God. James Milan, 33, found decapitated. However, the coroner ruled his death was due to natural causes. Okay. (laughs) Jordan Kettleson, 34, was found shot to death in the front seat of his pickup truck. Wow, dude. And Richard Winters, 35, a suspect in the Ives Henry deaths, he was killed in a setup robbery. Wow. You don't let me jump in real quick though. I did find I did find one suspicious death from nineteen seventy seven. Yeah? Let Fed- me finish this real quick because okay, I got yeah, one go more ahead. line just on these guys. Go for it. It says local detective John Brown reportedly solved the case and gave findings to FBI, which sat on them. According to Brown, we know we know who killed these kids. The reasons this case has been stopped is because it tracks to Bill Clinton getting involved in the cover up. So they said they actually break. had documentedly, you know, uh, found who killed these two kids. Dude. And the FBI covered it up. <sighs> That's ridiculous. You know, it's all he said, she said, but still, yeah, let me. Here, here's something interesting. Uh, February 15th, 1977, day after Valentine's Day, for those of you keeping score at home. Suzanne Coleman, who was pregnant at the time of her death, rumored to have had uh, have had an affair with Clinton while he was still uh, Arkansas Attorney General. Clinton had actually been Coleman's law professor at the University of Arkansas in Suzanne Fayetteville. Suzanne Coleman? Yeah, Suzanne. Okay, yeah, I had this one. I just didn't have the date on it. Oh, okay, yeah. So, And it says, though Coleman died of a gunshot wound to the back of her head, her death was ruled a suicide. Yeah, that's and all it says, says on she that. Was though, pregnant? Is she is pregnant? At the time of her death, she was pregnant. Yes. So, I'm telling you, man, this is fucking weird. So I have two other ones here that don't have a date either, and I don't know where they mix in. And they're what's a, what they have about them may not make a whole lot of sense of why Clinton might kill them. But okay. as we go through the rest of this stuff tonight, you'll see that. Even if, like, a certain percentage of these people were killed by the powers that be, yeah. then you got to assume that um, 
it's possible all of them were. I doubt that, but um, Johnny Lawhorn Jr., a mechanic, he found a check made out to Bill Clinton in the trunk of his car left at his repair shop, or trunk of a car, not his car, okay. left at his repair shop. He was found dead after his car had hit a utility pole. That's all it says about him. Wow. Um, and Stanley Huggins, he investigated Madison Guarantee, which I'm guessing is a company Clintons were involved with. Uh, his death was reported suicide, and his report was never released. His investigative report, so... Dang, man. Those they I I searched and searched and searched. I don't know why yeah. they, could, they didn't have a date somewhere on them, but uh, they just don't have it. Maybe you know mid early nineties. It just never made it online. Shit, I guess. It's so. I don't know, man. A lot of these are kind of spooky. So in nineteen ninety one, I have one. Okay. Uh, Danny Casolaro. Casolaro. August 1991, an investigative reporter investigating Mina Airport and Arkansas Development Finance Authority. He slid his wrist apparently in the middle of his investigation. What? Um, his investigation reached into every branch and agency of the U.S. government, many other national governments, and every sector of our societies. Actually, that might just be mixed in there. It says, an investigative recorder, reporter seeking the truth, Danny told his friends he was meeting an informant to bring back the head of the octopus, is what he called it. Yeah. When his body was found in a hotel in Martinsburg, West Virginia, on August 10th, 1991... Much of the evidence he had gathered was missing. The death was ruled a suicide, but the evidence supports murder. So that part that I read before, that's that's the octopus. He was investigating what he called the octopus, and he was trying to get the head of it. Um, That just sounds like a shadowy government that controls everything else. And he just happened to be looking into stuff in Arkansas as well. It's interesting. I don't get it. Um, C. Victor Riser the Razor the Second in Montgomery Razor. Yeah, I did see this. There's a lot of people that died in plane crashes. I have noticed that too. And they're one of them. And they just happen to be uh, Clinton fundraising yeah. organizers. So right. it doesn't really give much on. Um, even the websites say that, you know, these are just people connected to Clinton that have died. Right. Uh, but a lot of them get into more. I just want to mention them because. Well, and there was also another one uh, the same damn year, actually, in 92. Um, uh, it's a one man skiing accident, you know? I didn't have the skiing accident. I had the one. I had Paula. Okay, so Paul. Paul Tooley, September 1992, Democrat National Committee political director found dead in a hotel room in Little Rock. Described by Clinton as a dear friend and trusted advisor, he was 48. Pulaski County Coroner Steve, I can't say his last name, said Tooley appeared to have died of natural causes, probably a heart attack or stroke. So, which could have been the case, but. 
Sure. Um, then Paula Grober, December 1992, Clinton's speech interpreter for the death, or for the deaf, from 1978 until her death in 1992. She died in a one-car accident. Her Single body was accident. thrown 33 feet from the car. Damn. A very attractive woman, Paula traveled extensively with the Clintons from 1978 until her death. So, what do her looks it, have anything to do with it? it because because they, he's a woman throwing that it? in because uh, of Clinton's past of you never know. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. 1993 was a big year. Yes. James Wilson. Okay. May 1993 was found dead from an apparent hanging suicide. He has reported to have ties to Whitewater. Now, Whitewater, if people aren't familiar with it, the Whitewater controversy um, began with an investigation into the real estate investments of Bill and Hillary Clinton and their associates, Jim and Susan McDougal, who are on the list of, or Jim is on the list yeah, of dead people, but um, in the Whitewater Development Corporation, a failed business venture in the 1970s and 80s. David Hale, the source of the criminal allegations against the Clintons, claimed in November 1993 that Bill Clinton had pressured him into providing an illegal $300,000 loan to Susan McDougal the Clinton's partner in the Whitewater land deal. So I think it got kind of swept under the rug too because right um, that Jim McDougal was just taken out. We'll get to him in a minute. Okay. Um, Paul Witcher attorney investigating corruption at Mina Airport with Casalaro and the 1980 October surprise was found dead on a toilet June 22nd, 1993 in his Washington, D.C. apartment. He had delivered a port to Janet Reno three weeks before his death um, about the corruption. Reno's fucking terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Vince Foster. Now, he's one of the bigger ones. I was going to say, that was the one I was just looking at right here. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and read that Well, it just says that Vince Foster was uh, Deputy White House Counsel, Hillary's friend, fellow law partner, had connections to Travelgate, Whitewater Scandals, um, all in 93. But, you know, Foster was then found dead. uh, This was July 20th of 93. He was found dead in a park, fatal gunshot wound to his mouth. Um, ultimately, guys, it was ruled a suicide here. and But the fact that it was ruled a suicide was... Uh, there was just a lot of speculation behind that. In fact, it was so much speculation that there was three official investigations that went into finding out the, the real cause of his death. Um, shady shit. Did you see what they found in that? Um, let me see here. So I, I have it. No, it just says here, the night of Foster's death, Hillary launched one of the most shameful and illegal cover-ups of her entire career. 
She actually sent two of her most trusted White House loyalists, Maggie Williams, the First Lady's Chief of Staff, and Patsy Thomason, who was in charge of the White House administration, into Foster's office to retrieve embarrassing and incriminating documents related to Whitewater and Hillary's other personal affairs. So while White House counsel Bernard Nussbaum barred investigators from entering Foster's office, Maggie Williams, Patsy Thomason, and Craig Livingston, Hillary's director of White House security, removed armloads of files and loose-leaf binders. Crazy shit. Now, here's a quote. There's a quote here, but I don't know who the quote is from. It says, In addition, a White House staffer allegedly, allegedly tampered with the titles of several memos, removed the First Lady's initials in an effort to erase her role in improper behavior. She wasn't the first lady yet because Clinton wasn't elected till ninety four. Exactly. Um, but I uh I have some more info on this too. Go for it. Um Yeah, it says that she was uh, a colleague of hers at the Little Rock's Rose Law Firm, which was also in the Whitewater scandal. Okay. Um he said, yeah, died of his gunshot wound to the head, ruled suicide, but uh, a while after, doesn't give a date, but it did say recently when I was looking at it, discovered in the files of the National Archives and Records Administration, STARS lead prosecutor Miguel, M- M- Miguel Rodriguez, STAR, if you remember, maybe people that are too young, he is the one that led the prosecution of Clinton with the Lewinsky scandal and the impeachment. Um, Anyways, submitted a two-page resignation letter and a 31-page memo about the injuries Foster sustained. Rodriguez notes in the letter details about injuries around Foster's neck which were not reported in official government documents. At the time, the FBI claimed that Foster's neck injury photos were underexposed and therefore useless to them. Rodriguez claims that after he produced additional damning evidence of a possible Foster murder cover-up, he became a target and was investigated eternally. The records indicate Foster didn't die from one thirty-eight caliber gunshot, but two gunshots. The other shot was on the right side of his neck made by a small caliber bullet. Oh, my God. Dude. (sighs) So, yeah. I just don't understand. (laughs) I guess I don't get it. Like, I guess I don't... I understand corruption. And I understand that corruption happens. However... I don't understand why corruption happens to the extent that people literally are getting fucking killed so other people don't look like shady pricks. Well, and that's the whole thing. We're So what's the point? How about just don't be a shady prick and everybody could just, I don't know, still be fucking alive. As much as I don't like her and as much as I seriously doubt they're not involved with any of this. Yeah. 
we are assuming that involvement there could be people that are like their handlers or whatever that just do this stuff that could be and they just turn a blind eye to it you know because well, they because get what maybe, they want out of it well they get what they want but maybe they just don't fucking know that it's even happening they would have to know i mean think so they, uh, they would have to know and on some personal level, even if they weren't told, they'd be like, that oh, this, shit. Because there's some of these people <laughs> that are like are close friends of theirs right. at, at one right. time in their lives. And then all of a sudden they just off themselves. If it's weird yeah. to us, they're as, as fucked up as they might be, they're not stupid. So they, they would have to be able to come <laughs> to the same conclusions. Right. <sighs> so. Uh, we'll continue on with uh, 1993. I'm scared. Uh, John Parnell Walker, August 93, Whitewater investigator for Resolution Tr- Trust Corp, jumped to his desk, death yeah. from his Arlington, Virginia apartment balcony. He was investigating the Morgan Guarantee scandal, and we've already heard about that from another person that died investigating that scandal. Yes. <sighs> Ludy Parks, September 1993. I don't have this one. Head of Clinton's gubernatorial security team in Little Rock, gunned down in his car at a deserted intersection outside of Little Rock. Parks' son said his father was building a dossier on Clinton. He allegedly threatened to reveal this information. After he died, the files were mysteriously removed from his house. What was this guy's name? Um, L U T E E Parks. I noticed. Some no, of it's these it's web- actually it's Jerry Luther Parks. That's the guy's name. Sorry. Oh, I must have re- I must have copied it wrong. Okay. Uh, anyways, the murder remains unsolved. Right. Um. Like a- uh. Now word comes that the man whom Parks widow Lois Jane Parks later married Dr. David Milstein also or has also been murdered by an assailant with a knife and police are investigating so I don't know that bitch that can't catch a break man yeah Damn. so she went with somebody else and that person was murdered as well I totally just called her a bitch I don't even know her sorry <laughs> I apologize it's very fucking rude of me wow that poor lady, though. Can you imagine? That's fucked. It says they're they're they're. Chill- oh, I have Jerry Parks down here too. Okay. Um, well, later on in here, it says that even their kids fight over the fact. One believes that he, you know, it was just random, and the other one believes that he was, you know, purposefully murdered. You know. <sighs> says there was a massive investigation, but they never came away with anything, and none of the information was ever given to um, the family. Now, the next one I have does have your last name. Yeah, it does have my last name. I saw it over there. I saw it. it. It it freaks me out, man. I've met Hillary. You know this. Yeah? You know this. <laughs> Her and I have had a conversation. You're looking at her right now. I'm actually looking at her face right now. And she's got her mouth gaped open. Making That's a little that thing o I face. talked about a couple weeks ago when they did the balloon drop. Yeah, I know it that is. That was I, her reaction to it. I ended up watching that. But now, yeah, anyway, continue. I'm sorry. 
Go no, ahead. go ahead. You talk about Mr. Stanley Hurd, Dr. Oh, Stanley Hurd. Dr. Heard. Stanley Hurd, which makes me believe that it's absolutely no relation whatsoever because of the uh, the doctor part. Anyway, Dr. Stanley Hurd of Hot Springs, Arkansas, had treated Bill Clinton's mother, stepfather, and brother and served as chairman of Clinton's National Chiropractic Healthcare Advisory Committee. He was killed along with his attorney, Steve Dickinson of Topeka, Kansas, in a plane crash 50 miles west of D.C. Uh, the plane radioed to Dulles that there was a fire before it crashed. The aircraft was the second one to cause problems for Dickinson or Dixon, excuse me, on the trip. 1993, the Washington Post reported Dixon flew his own plane from Topeka. But on the way to Washington, it developed problems in St. Louis. There, he left his plane for repair and rented another one. Suspicious. Right. The National Transportation and Security Board said the crash was due to, quote, an inadequate annual inspection of the airplane and noncompliance with airworthiness directives. By Did company they investigate who they personnel. rented it from? No, that is well. That inf- uh, they should have. However, that information is not disclosed here. Mm. They should have investigated that. That would have been like the first fucking place you go, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just go with what you got and work backwards. Fuck. This is nuts. This is fucking nuts. <sighs> yeah. So uh, we're just starting to like literally. It is ridiculous how much shit. Is is here, okay? Uh, Ed Wiley was the next on the list in November, nineteen ninety three. Ah, yes. Is a Clinton fundraiser found dead November nineteen ninety three, deep in the woods in Virginia, of a gunshot wound to the head, ruled a suicide. Ed Wiley died on the same day his wife Kathleen Wiley. Claimed Bill Clinton groped her in the Oval Office of the White House. Oh, boy. Ed Wiley was involved in several Clinton fundraising events. Uh, the wife believes that he was murdered. So it you know, just so happened the day that she claims Clinton was groping her. And this was before anything ever came out about Clinton. There may have been a few little blips of people saying stuff about his sexual behavior before this but nothing on the scale of like Lewinsky sure. or any of that or Paula Jones or any of that which this I'm sorry Paula Jones dude <laughs> I, dude still no. yeah, fuck that it's not like she Ugh. it's not like she was trying to ride on the coattails of what was already going on out there she was yeah ugly as shit She's, no, I'm not talking about no, her. I'm talking about terrible. Kathleen Wiley. Oh, I was talking about Paula Jones. Willie. Willie. It's Willie. Of course it is. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have about that one, but okay. um, that's the end of 1993. So That was a big year, it, though. It was a banner fucking year. Well, yeah. I mean, we had just as many in 1994. Yeah. And it kicks off right in January uh, with Gandhi Baugh. Or bow. I'm not sure how he pronounces it. Okay. Uh, attorney for Clinton's friend Dan Lassiter died by jumping out of a window of a tall building. Uh, his client. Okay. 
was a convicted he was the attorney for this drug dealer friend of Clinton. Yeah. That's all I have on that guy. Do you have more on him? No, what I was going to I was going to pose a question. Cuz I don't know, okay? And I haven't necessarily studied this. However, let's say hypothetically you're suicidal, okay? Let's say that you have an active plan set in place to commit suicide, right? You with me so yeah. far? Okay. Would you, would you, one, do it in your house where you know, like, you'll do it in your house at 11 o'clock or whatever in the morning, and you know then by 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock, somebody's going to be coming home and they will find you. Do you do that? Or do you take yourself out to apparently, like, you know, the deep woods of Virginia and and off yourself there where nobody could possibly find you for months, years, what have you. What do you do? I don't know. I don't either, man. That's why I have a hard time believing. I try to put myself in the same mindset, right? I try to be as, I don't know. I try to think like they do. Somebody that's suicidal, okay? Me personally, I lean more towards if I am going to off myself, I'm going to do it in such a fashion that's, number one, not going to leave much of a mess. And number two, I want to be found fairly quickly. Right? I don't want to just fucking disappear. Like, that's why I have such a problem believing that these quote-unquote suicides in, you know, the the woods or the middle of a park or anything like that, I have a hard time believing that they're actually suicides. Well, one of the last ones, like this year, just a couple months ago, was that. Was the same type of scenario. Mm -hmm. There's been so much lately, in the news especially, like it's it's disturbing as fuck. But really, it's only been a couple, but it's kind been of. three or four. But they're, of course, they're making big headlines. But they're also uh, explained away by most of the major media. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's though my wife, my wife didn't know anything about any of this. She never oh, heard. She of hadn't any heard of, of that. This. Really? Or even though, even knew about the ones that have died that are supposed to be testifying against her now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, really, I mean, this stuff is that we're talking about now is 20 years ago or more. Exactly. But it just goes to show, because there's a big gap in my stuff. From 1999 yeah. until now, I couldn't find much. Well, it, it makes, I mean, it kind of makes sense, you know? Yeah. Um. Anyways, let's go on with because uh, some of these I only have a couple lines on each person. They're just even though a lot of these it doesn't sound like Clinton had anything to do with their death. I want to mention them just. I would to, too. Yeah. Just to mention them. So James Bunch is next of February nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety four. Uh, he died from a gunshot suicide. It was reported that he had a black book of people which contained names of influential people who visited prostitutes in Texas and Arkansas. He was actually a pimp 
Oh. And he ran, he ran brothels in a porn site, I believe. And he had a book. He claimed they claim that listed all of these people that visited these places. Whoa! Dude. One of which they think was probably Clinton, and he shot himself. And they never found the book. Oh, they never found the book. It, it says that it's just reported, so I'm guessing that they never found the book. Wow, dude. If you're going to kill yourself, yeah. Over that. Yeah. What why would, wouldn't you why, why would you get rid of the book first? Why exact, would you try to hide it? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm not saying that any of this makes sense, but No, it's just certain you can't stories really get like in that. Their mind exactly, but Right, but certain stories like that, they rub me the wrong way for that yeah. specific reason. It's just oh, it doesn't make fucking sense to me. But, you know, I don't know. I'm not them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in March of 94, a man named Ronald Rogers was an Arkansas dentist for the Clintons. So another doctor for the Clintons. Okay. Killed on his way to an interview in a plane crash or on his way to London to talk to a reporter to reveal info about the Clintons. Whoa. And, of course, they never got that info because he didn't what make the, it. Yeah, I wonder what the info was, though. It I don't makes know. You wonder. Here's another one uh, in March of 94. Attorney and Clinton fundraiser died when his plane exploded. <laughs> it says it happened two days after a witnessed argument with Clinton himself. Holy shit. That's all they have to say about that. Holy shit. Yeah. That's um, a, oh, that so that's timing. two plane incidents in March. Yeah, dude, that's Kath, weird. Yeah, Kathy Ferguson in May of '94, ex-wife of Arkansas trooper Danny Ferguson, uh, was found dead in May of '94 in her living room with a gunshot to the head. It was ruled a suicide even though there were several packed suitcases as if she was going somewhere. Danny Ferguson was a co-defendant along with Bill Clinton in the Paula Jones lawsuit. So Paula Jones was suing Bill Clinton and Kathy Ferguson's wife. Husband. Well, yeah, husband, but I mean, ex-husband. Right. That's what I meant to say. Right. And they're saying that, uh, most likely, Kathy would have been called to testify against them. Yeah. She would pretty much be one of the top As a people. corroborating witness. Yeah, absolutely. She would definitely be somebody you'd want to talk to. Yeah. Shit. Uh, Bill Shelton, June of 94. Okay. An saw. Hold on. Oh, so this is the man... So she, Kathy Ferguson, died in May while she was engaged to Bill Shelton, who died in June, um, said that he shot himself at her gravesite, and it was ruled, ruled a suicide as well, uh-huh. which may very well be because yeah. the wife just died. But right. 
um, he could have been. He was a state trooper as well. So she went from one state trooper to the other. Wow. And she killed himself, or she she died of an apparent suicide when she was supposed to testify. And then he went. And then he killed himself one month later. Jesus Christ. Which it could be over love. Nah, you know what's funny? I actually know, or excuse me, knew a couple that did exactly that. He lost his wife, and just a couple weeks later, that's what he did. Crazy stuff, man. Uh, That's not the last one for 94. I got one more, too. Okay. Uh, Florence Martin, in October... She was an accountant and subcontractor for the CIA. Uh, she was related to the Barry Seal Mena Airport drug ring. That Mena Airport we keep mentioning has, and Barry Seal was a man that was involved with that. He was the actual like drug runner. Uh, Florence Martin was found dead in Mabel, Texas. The victim of three gunshot wounds to the head. So it's definitely not suicide. Uh, She had the documents and paperwork as well as the PIN number to an account that had been set up in the name of Barry Seal for $1.46 million at the Fuji Bank in Cayman Islands. Wow. So she was investigating this Mina Airport thing that the Clintons had their fingers all over. Huh. I couldn't find any for 95, but the next one is a big one. In 96, Ron Brown. Did you find anything about Ron Brown? Uh, He was the... Uh, yeah, I got some some right here. Uh, he was killed in a plane crash. Uh, he was first... Yeah, with 34 other people. Oh, yeah, I do see that, yeah. Uh, he served as the U.S. Secretary of Commerce. And the former DNC chairman. Uh, right. But yeah, Brown and 34 others died when their Air Force plane crashed into a Croatian mountainside. Brown's flight left the Tuzla airport in Bosnia, a Muslim country where some were hostile to the American presence there. The airport itself was an American base, though. Right. Um, actually, I have a whole list of what they say is strange things about his death. Okay, go for it. Uh, to protect his son Michael from prison, Ron Brown threatens to expose the White House, yet unrevealed Asian or the White House's yet unrevealed Asian funding scheme in which Brown played a major role. Oh. So this is. Not necessarily just strange things about his death, but things that were building up to that point and why sure. that he might have been taken out. Yeah. Uh, just weeks after his death, Brown starts going to church, or before, sorry, not after. That would be, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be weird, but yeah, uh, not in our field. But uh, yeah, just weeks before his death, Brown starts going to church for the first time in his life. He is scared for his life in that is his confidant or says his confidant Nolanda Hill I'm not sure who she is Uh, the Croatian government insists on a Dubrovnik yeah Dubrovnik stop 
an unprecedented 36 hours before Brown's schedule landing. So you have the same list. Uh, I have partial bits here. The Enron executives take their own plane instead of riding with Ron Brown and the rest of them. Holy shit. I did not (laughs) know that. This wow. is the Air Force. Yeah. The Air Force calls the pilot nearly two mile or the pilot's nearly two mile deviation into the Croatian hillside inexplicable. Two miles. So it didn't just go down. He flew no, off he... course and then went down. Yeah. Uh no aircraft has ever drifted inland before that airport. <laughs> at that airport. <laughs> The AWACS data suggests sabotage of the yeah. ground-based navigation system. Oh, a line hell. of inquiry that the Air Force is not allowed to pursue. They weren't allowed to look into it. Why is that? Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. It says, for the first time ever on friendly soil, the White House orders the Air Force to skip the safety phase of the investigation and move directly to the accident phase. Just skip it. There is to be no consideration other than accident even though the airport is near the Bosnian border and that is potential hot fire zone so they weren't allowed to investigate it any other way other than an accident oh my god three days after the crash and two days before his scheduled interview by the air force the Croatian responsible for the airport's navigation system is found with the bullet in his chest A day later, every pathologist who views Brown's body concludes his head wound, at the very least, looks like a bullet hole. In a decision that reached the White House, there is to be no autopsy. What? The Brown family is not informed, nor is there any forensic testing or a search for an exit wound. So the doctor said it looked like a bullet hole, and it said it went the, oh. went up the chain all the way up to the White House, and no, and the autopsy was refused. I also have this: head X-rays were taken, but yes. they were destroyed or quote unquote lost. Yeah, I have a little more than that. It says okay. the head X-rays that show a possible quote unquote lead snowstorm oh, were shit. destroyed. Wow. Officially, they're lost, is what it says. But yeah, it says that they were described by somebody Dude. that did view them as a lead snowstorm. Fuck. Like this. a shotgun blast, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck this. Uh, the three armed forces pathologist and the forensic photographer who blew the whistle on this case have their careers destroyed. In silencing these dissidents, the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology brass assure the public that Brown died of multiple blunt force injuries like the others. Oh, my God. The death certificate... Well, I mean, that's what it would be in a plane crash. Yeah, but jeez. The death certificate says otherwise. It notes that Brown died of a blunt force injury to the head. So they, they even, like, they... They stated to the public that it was different than what the, the thing said, even though it was right. only a little bit different. He was the only one of the 35 victim, victims to have a head wound. Wow. Uh, Franjo Tudgman, who, was, who has feared a trip to The Hague as a war criminal, shows up a week after the election at the Walter Reed Army Hospital to have his cancer treated. His... I'm not sure what that has to do with it, but it's listed in here. 
So, yeah. It's <gasps> uh, amazing. So do you think uh, there might be some foul play there? I, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, probably. That's just him. There's a whole <laughs> list of other people on that plane I'm not I'm even going to get into because um, I don't know if you have any of the other people on that plane. Actually, I think there's, there might be one. No, there's there. I don't have any other ones listed here, but yeah, yeah there were 34 other high level executives on that plane of different things in the government and in business as well. Holy. Um, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, here's one more. Um, Charles Messner was. Oh, no, he died the same day in a different plane crash. Okay. Uh, Assistant Secretary to Commerce who gave John. Wong, special security clearance, died shortly thereafter in a small plane crash. Same as Ron Brown. Same. Uh, Barbara Wise, in November, Commerce Department staffer worked closely with Ron Brown and John Haig. Cause of death unknown. Her bruised nude body was found un- or found locked in her office in the department of commerce and they didn't ever yeah. figure out she was directly involved with these other two people one which was the guy that died in the plane the big plane crash um, she was clearly beat to death she didn't do it to herself damn I don't even know man it's fucking depressing yeah like it's just weird to me to think that <clears throat> excuse me fuck it's just weird to me to think that shit like this actually fucking goes on. We're not even to the big ones. I know. Like biggest ones, yeah. Oh, it's so um, bizarre. Speaking of big ones. <laughs> I don't mean it that way. Prom night I flashback. only have one Go in ahead. 1997, but I have more on this one than any of the other ones so far. Uh, Mary Mahoney. I am unfamiliar with this, I think. July 7th, 1997. A former White House intern was murdered July 1977 at a Starbucks coffee shop in Georgetown. The murder happened just after she was to go public with her story of sexual harassment in the White House. Okay. On July 7, 1997, the bodies of 25-year-old Mahoney and two others, Emery Allen Evans, also 25, and Aaron David Goodrich, age 17, were all found in the cold storage room by the morning crew at the Starbucks coffee shop where Mahoney worked as a night manager. All had been shot to death. Evans and Goodrich also worked at Starbucks located in a relatively low crime area uh, north of Georgetown in D.C. The store was not robbed. One local radio station reported that all three were shot in the head, but only one body was riddled with bullets. You can guess who. On July 7, 1977... Oh, that one's repeating itself. Um, After a controversial delay, police ran DNA tests... On the sneakers of one of their suspects in the Mahoney murder, the disgruntled employee is who they thought they did it at first, uh, but could not connect them to the crime. In December, three men were arrested for a related murder 
that of an informant assisting police in this case. So an informant assisting police in this case was murdered. Uh, For two years, working only on a tip from a caller in America's Most Wanted, police pursued one Carl D. Cooper, but never had enough evidence to make a case against him. That is, until he confessed after a 54-hour interrogation that he later recanted the confession. But... Uh, Let me keep going, because... Cooper's attorney, Steve Kirsch, told U.S. District Court Joyce Hins Green, quote, no matter how many times Mr. Cooper denied his involvement, they kept pursuing him. They kept pressuring him until they got what he wanted. Cooper is now serving a life sentence in a maximum security prison. Uh, The following strange circumstances were discovered around the murder scene. Okay. The store's doors had been locked from the outside, as if the night crew had locked them before leaving the night before, as they did every night. Apparently, the assailant or assailants locked up behind them after the committing after. the murders. That was nice. Uh, yeah. Nothing in the store was out of place. Though there were thousands of dollars in cash on hand, not one dime had been taken from the day's receipts. So they so, didn't. It wasn't a robbery. They didn't touch the money. Despite being located in a densely populated Georgetown neighborhood, no one heard the shots. It says well, in here that that would suggest a silencer. But if they oh, were in yeah. the lo- you know, in the freezer, that might not that might have been the case. But while oh. all three of the Starbucks employees had been shot, the former intern Mahoney was shot five times, once in the back of the head. So they wanted so her dead the most. She was clearly the target. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And it all goes back to that she was set to start working on a case against sexual harassment against the White House. Or start working in a case for sexual harassment in the White House. So, I mean, was this then... She was she was basically gearing up for this trial. Basically. Yeah, she had been an intern, so, but oh. she left due to sexual misconduct right right but was then i was gonna ask like if so if pre-trial shit is going on was the media involved in any way already i don't know i don't like had they started their little fucking stink pot already on this or or what i don't i don't know we'd have to look into that um it's amazing it it could be or it could be that it doesn't say in there but a lot of times until you come out and come like in court you're not they don't publicly release the name of the witnesses and stuff like that no no that's a good point but damn it's amazing that boy so in 1998 I have one okay and this is a guy we mentioned earlier James B. McDougal. McDougal. A former Clinton business partner. He is the person directly involved in Whitewater. So, who had been cooperating with independent counsel Kenneth Starr in the Whitewater investigation. No, this is an actual report. I actually pulled the actual report from the day after. 
died yesterday in a federal prison hospital in Texas. He was 58. Uh, McDougal was serving a three and a half year sentence yeah. after Starr's office successfully prosecuted him on fraud charges stemming from the collapse of Madison Garanti Savings and Loan, a McDougal owned Arkansas thrift that cost taxpayers $60 million when it failed. And this is the, well, Whitewater was also involved with him and. He was the one that got the loan uh, al- uh, allegedly illegally from Clinton's business partner or whatever. It says his death appears to reduce. Th- this was reported this day. Uh, this isn't something it says now. Uh-huh. It says his death appears to reduce the legal risk to President Clinton and Hillary Rodham Clinton. And was a clear setback to Starr and his wow. prosecutors who huddled in their offices last wow. night after McDougal's death was wow. announced. Dude. Dude. <laughs> My God. So they say he died of a heart attack, but... Okay. I mean, if if there's anybody that's going to be killed, it's going to be him. Yeah. God damn. I don't. This mm. is driving me nuts. So that's the last one I have until current ones. Oh, but I do have some other ones uh, in yeah. between. Yeah, I mean, um, that are bodyguards of Clinton. Did you find oh. any of this stuff? Um, no. So i I don't know when these deaths happen. They happen sometime after his presidency, and they're all former bodyguards and all well what do you th- this is all after the presidency, so do you right. think that they were offing people during the presidency and before leading up to it? Dude, it's really hard to tell. I don't know those would have all been for Bill, but right, we all know that or at least they say that they were always planning on trying to get Hillary to run later, so she would have been involved with any of this stuff they, too. They, I'm sure they've been saying that shit forever that they want her to run, you know, yeah, oh my God, so I have a list of it's uh twelve bodyguards, former bodyguards. Um, for Clinton. Okay. So, I'll read through their names, and then I'll read through uh, each set of... There was three... There's... Uh, let's see. There's three sets of four. So, But I'll read through them and their ages first. So, okay. Uh, Major William S. Barkley, 36. Captain Scott J. Reynolds, 37. Sergeant Barry Hanley, 38. Sergeant Tom S- Tim Sable, 39. Major General William Robertson, 40. Colonel William Dinsberger, 41. Colonel Robert Kelly, 42. Special Gary Rhodes, 41. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, um, uh, oh, that I was thinking of Iron Man with Rhodes. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, Steve Willis, 44. Robert Williams, 45. Conway LeBue, 46. And Todd McKean, 47. So they were all under 50 when they died. Right. Um, Dang. 
William Robertson, William Dinsburg, Robert Kelly, and Gary Rhodes were all killed when their helicopter crashed in Wasbian, Germany. Okay. In 1993. So this was before so, he was president. Right. Uh, no cause was ever determined. V Corps figured prominently in the U.S., Bosnia, and Serbia peacekeeping operation, along with the carrier Roosevelt. These men and eight others associated with Clinton visited to the oh vis, visit to the Roosevelt all died within four months of each other. So wow. it was when he was running for president or starting to run for president, he went and visited the carrier, and these were the people that escorted him. And you know, wow. it could have just been a car, you know, an accident, but they never figured out how that they never. And you know they they investigate the shit out of those because yes. they want to know why it happens. But um, so they want to know uh, exactly why the shit yeah. happens. That's it. They're meticulous Steve. as fuck. Well, yeah. in certain cases, yeah. Steve Willis, Robert Williams, Conley Lebeau, and Todd McKeon. They died. So the first set of four was February 23rd, 1993. These four died February 28th of 93. Executed by gunfire in the Waco, Texas assault on the Branch Davidians. All four were examined by a quote-unquote private doctor and died from nearly identical wounds to the left temple, so-called execution style. According to Linda Thompson, videotapes and other evidence indicates that none died from guns fired by Branch Davidians. Okay. So they think that these men were killed by our forces. Friendly fire. And it was blamed on the Branch Davidians. Huh. That's that's an interesting story in and of itself there. Oh, there's actually another set that I didn't mention their names because they don't have their names but okay. uh, five Navy aviators that were Clinton bodyguards died March 26th of 93 wow all died in a crash of an E2C Hawkeye in Italy the crash occurred shortly after the plane was waved off from a landing attempt on the carrier Roosevelt due to a foul deck all five men had been Clinton's escorts during Clinton's visit to the Roosevelt two weeks prior. Dang. Three men, other men who had flown Clinton to the Roosevelt for that visit also died later in a helicopter cl- crash. Now, here's the one that uh, is definitely questionable. If the other ones aren't all already questionable, this yeah. next one is. It happened in May 19th of 1993. Okay. So it was all like right before he ran, you know, right, as right. he was running for president. So Brian Haney, Tim Sable, William Barkley, and Scott Reynolds. Okay. All four men died while their helicopter crashed in the woods near Quantico, Virginia. Sure. Reporters were barred from the site. That's not too surprising. Yeah. And the head of the fire department responding to the crash site described it by saying 
Security was tight with lots of Marines with guns. A videotape made by the firefighter was seized by the Marines. All four men had escorted Clinton on his flight to the carrier Roosevelt shortly before their death. So they were all, almost all of them were flying Clinton to the Roosevelt. They all were. Yes. All of them were involved with him going to, what did he do on the plane or in the flight or whatever (laughs) that he had to off all these people? Right. Even if... That's a, that's too big of a coincidence. Don't you agree? I don't know, man. All of yeah, these I men guess. were involved with getting him to the Roosevelt <laughs> carrier. And they all die within three months of it. I, I'm i at a loss right now. Like, I'm still over here. Like, pretty much my jaws just dropped open. Similar to, like, Hillary when the balloons <laughs> drop. Um, yeah. So, I... Uh, before I, I, before we get the most recent ones, the ones from 2016, I, I don't necessarily, you know, agree with this list. Yeah. Of this next one, I'm going to read. This one, they attributed a bunch of things that happened during Clinton's presidency to Clinton. Okay. Um, and it's just general stuff. So. I'll just read it and we'll take it as it is. So it says that it was, this was under a part that says other deaths that can be laid at the Clinton administration's feet or are very suspicious include an amount to a reign of death and terror. Uh, 80 plus near Waco on the assault of the branch Davidian compound. Okay. 170 in the Oklahoma city where tech and eyewitnesses do not match government story of bomb. So this is conspiracy stuff that they're laying right, on Clinton. Right, right. 1,100-plus in Chicago and surrounding areas from a supposed two-day heat wave. Now, uh, I don't know uh, what the hell that is, and I want to look into it. I don't know if yeah. 1,100 people died in a heat wave in Chicago in two days. <laughs> I'm thinking I would have heard about that. Yeah, you'd think. Uh, 120 in value jet crash where Chuck Hayes, a CIA operative with info on Foster, was supposed to fly. So this guy was supposed to fly, and he had info about Vince Foster, and that plane crashed, killed 120 people. He just happened not to be on that plane. Uh, 270 in TWA crash, eyewitness accounts, including Air National Guard pilot, don't match Fed's story. That's interesting. So... They take the 90 that we've already talked about. Yeah. And they're they're laying 1830 deaths on Clinton. <laughs> wow. Wow. Now, yeah, this is stuff that happened and I you know, you can argue whether Clinton had his fingers in any of it or not, but he, these these big things he didn't actually kill any of these people right. I don't know if he personally killed any of the other people but um, we all know that the Oklahoma City bombing that's wrapped in conspiracy that yes. Waco is one of the big you know fuck ups by the feds and oh, absolutely conspiracy. good god um, 
but we were all or I wasn't I was well I might have been too but I wasn't for, for the same reasons uh, the country wasn't you know so worried about blowjobs they didn't care about any of this stuff true that too busy <laughs> too busy talking about stained stained blue dresses or whatever the fuck that thing was so I don't know how long we've been going oh dude we're at like the 115 mark well, we're going to at least hit 130, if not more, because I have one, two, three, four big ones. Three big ones and one smaller one from this year. That's hot. That is hot. I tell you what, though. Let's take a quick break and we'll uh, come okay. right back. All right. There we go. We're We're up and running again. We're good to go. Empty, go? empty bladders. Empty bladders. Yeah. We're good. And grab another beer because I got to drink more just because uh, if I die tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. So the first one of this year is John Ash. Yes. In June. Um, and I just, I'm just going to read what I have here. Uh, a bombshell report shows that John Ash was found dead last week when this article was written okay. supposedly due to a heart attack is having the reason for death brought into question police officers in the city of Dobbs Ferry, New York have claimed he instead died of a crushed throat in a workout accident Ash was scheduled to testify in court today that's when when the article was written along with NG Lap Singh a Chinese businessman and co-defendant who received more than 1 billion dollars during his term as president of the UN in donations a billion dollars a billion dollars like a cool billion yeah fuck me man Singh also found ways to illegally funnel money to Democrats during President Bill Clinton's term in office. Terms in office. Uh, Could this be Hillary Clinton silencing people who know too much? It says NG was identified in a 1998 Senate report as a source of hundreds of thousands of dollars illegally funneled through an Arkansas restaurant owner, Charlie Trey to the Democratic National Committee during the Clinton administration. NG was not charged with a crime. NG and Trey had visited the White House several times for Democratic fundraising events and were photographed when then-President Bill Clinton and First Lady Hillary Clinton. I never got that. (laughs) Just his name. The NG. NG... Yeah. I'm like, are you that fucking cool that you don't need a vowel? Like, what the fuck? I wonder is if up it has a, like a phonetic sound over there. It's we got just to. don't. It's. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one source fuck. told me during the trial, the prosecutors would have linked Ash to the Clinton bagman in G. Bagman. It would have been very embarrassing. His death was conveniently timed. So, Ash's lawyer, Jeremy Schneider, told me in it, he is sure Ash's death was an accident. Oh, he's this positive. Is not a, 
Yeah, it says there's not an iota of evidence this was a homicide. This is nothing at all like Ben's Foster, is what he says. Police in Dobbs huh. Ferry Village are keeping the investigation open pending an autopsy by the Westchester Medical Examiner. I wasn't able to find the results of that autopsy. Interesting. But it's weird that it came out at the beginning that he had a heart attack. I think it would have been quite clear when the police got there yeah. what he actually died of. Yeah. Um, and it's very suspicious that it happened right before he was supposed to testify to Congress against Hillary. Yeah. God. Oh, what a tangle web we weave. <laughs> Seth Rich died July yeah. 10th, 2016. Like this, this was fairly recent also. Yes. Uh, and this is the article. This is just the article pulled from. Oh, okay. All right. Pages. So, uh, was Seth Rich assassinated? Many have speculated that hap- what happened to the DNC staffer that was murdered around the exact time he worked to file a lawsuit against the DNC for rigging the election against Bernie Sanders and in favor of Hillary Clinton. (sighs) There are a ton of issues with this entire situation, but Julian Assange, the WikiLeaks guy, may have tipped his hand on this case. WikiLeaks, the WikiLeaks announced they've issued a $20,000 reward for information that leads to a conviction Jeez. in the Seth Rich murder case. Are you Seth really going to give up that kind of info for 20 grand? No, probably no. not 20, but no, uh, not 20. That ain't going to buy you a house. Yeah, Seth Rich was shot and killed on July 10th by his home in Washington DC. Seth Rich worked for the DNC as a voter database employee the case has no witnesses no clues and no evidence and it has sparked many to revisit claims of a possible Clinton kill list the top question may many asked regarding the Seth Rich murder case is if he was assassinated for being the WikiLeaks DNC leaker Assange has never offered a reward of this magnitude, even though we don't think it's that much, but he's never offered a reward like this. So it makes many believe that Seth played a pivotal role in helping Assange expose the DNC. Dang. Hidden Americans, this is the website that this is from, recently released investigative analysis on the multiple ways in which Seth Rich was connected to Hillary Clinton's campaign. They showed a link between Julian Assange and Seth Rich and that Assange had all but confirmed Rich was helping him. After all, Seth worked in the voter database division, so he had access to the database centers, which could be how Assange gained access to all of the DNC's data materials and emails. That's interesting. The number of people across the country that believe Hillary Clinton is assassinating people is vast, and the group has grown tremendously over time. People are now seeing that the Clinton kill list has grown a lot more within the last year or so, given that she is only one election away from reaching the highest office in the land. Sure. Um, 
Also, Seth's actual crime scene was very suspicious. It was reported that Rich was shot in the back of the head while he was parked in his car. He was not robbed, moved, or anything. His apartment was not broken into, nor was there any evidence left behind indicating he was held up. Sources deeply anonymous have spoken... I don't know why they have to put it that way, but sources (laughs) deeply anonymous have spoken about the truth of this murder. Sources say that Seth Rich was possibly helping Assange, but that he was also the key witness in a case filed against Edison Media Research exposing the discrepancies between actual voter results and exit polls. Seth was going to expose the DNC's plan to rig the polls, and he was subsequently executed for it, is what they believe. Okay. Says again, no source will go on record because they feel for their fear for their life. But this case, that would bode to say that they actually do have sources. They just won't uh, go on record. Uh, but this case holds actual merit. Seth had access to all of the information leaked. The leak has destroyed the DNC, and Hillary feared she was next in the crosshairs. So, so yeah, he leaked all... Well, they don't obviously know that for sure, but just often... When I picture getting shot in the back of the head in your car, somebody's in the car with you. Yeah, exactly. Somebody's in the damn car with you. Which is exactly what spies do in the movies. I know this isn't a movie, but they hide in the back seat and sit up and just pop you. Okay. <laughs> no, that's true, though. But you have to think, yeah, okay, I realize it's not the movies or whatever. However, movies are based on shit that has happened. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And now, to a certain extent, don't get me fucking wrong here. Use your fucking brains, but still. Like, <laughs> I mean, it. It only makes sense, yes, naturally. If you're going to shoot somebody in the back of the fucking head in a car, where's probably the best place to be? In the back of the car. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing her out there. Uh, So next, August 1st. Okay, August 1st. Thorn. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, He's a prolific author. Uh, he worked for the American Free Press. He was also into conspiracies and stuff like that. But uh, he was seasoned. But he wrote um, the fuck. He like, wrote a ton about the Clintons. Yeah, like four books on the Clintons. Mm-hmm. Hillary and Bill, the sex volume, the drugs the one volume, that, the murder volume, uh, yeah. and crowning Clinton while why Hillary shouldn't be in the White House. He was the one that was a suicide at the top of a mountain. On his birthday, mind you. On his yeah. 54th birthday. I'm reading that right here. Yeah, he said he wrote 20 books and 30 chap books. What are chap books? Hey, and check this out. He says right here on the Russell Scott show, he's quoted as to saying, uh, Russell, if I'm ever found dead, it was murder. I would never kill myself. They also have his brother on a show. Mike saying drop, that bitch. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. They also have his brother on a show after his death saying that Victor no Thorne loved life and that there's he, no way that he yeah. would do this. Yeah. Yeah, he's best known uh, for his investigative research on the Clintons. Well, shit, I guess. 
I'm surprised it took him this long to get rid of him. Yeah. I said it. <laughs> so, the last person... Okay. Uh, actually took place before, but the story yeah. was on August 1st. So, on July 1st, Sean Lucas. Okay. Um, Sean Lucas. So, this is the story. On Friday, July 1st, just ahead of the long 4th of July weekend, a happy, exuberant process server... 38-year-old Sean Lucas of One South Process served a lawsuit at the Democratic National Committee headquarters in Washington, D.C. Okay. The lawsuit was filed on behalf of Senator Bernie Sanders supporters and named the DNC and its then-chair Debbie Wasserman Schultz as defendants. Uh, It leveled the following serious charges... Fraud, negligent misrepresentation, deceptive content or conduct, unjust enrichment, breach of fiduciary duty, and negligence. The suit seeks class action law status and was filed in the federal court, district court in the Southern District of Florida. Wow. Uh, they actually have the whole case number here. People want to look it up. It's 16-CV-61511-WJZ. A video of the service of process shows Sean Lucas saying he was excited and thrilled to be the process server on this lawsuit. Uh-huh. Later in the video, equating it to his quote-unquote birthday and quiz- Christmas. Rolled into one. A month later, on August 1st... Okay, so it was on August 1st. The same guy, the same day that Thorne died. Yeah. Lucas was found dead on his bathroom floor. A cause has yet to be announced. And he was 38 years old. Yeah. According to the official report from the Metropolitan Police Department in Washington, D.C., Officers Catherine Fitzgerald and Adam Sotello responded to the 911 call from the girlfriend of Lucas, Savannah King. The officers arrived at 19.13 hours or 7.13 p.m. on the evening of Tuesday, August 2nd. So it was August 2nd. The report states that Lucas was, quote, laying unconscious in the bathroom on the bathroom floor and that, quote, DCFD Engine 9 responded and found no signs consistent with life. Just hours before Lucas was found dead, there had been a major house cleaning of DC officials or DNC officials implicated in the DNC emails leaked by WikiLeaks, showing that the key executives had secretly strategized on how to sabotage the campaign of Senator Bernie Sanders while bolstering the campaign of Hillary Clinton. So the day that they clean house, Debbie Washerman Schultz out and everybody else that they could think of getting rid of to help this guy turns up dead that just happened to serve the lawsuit. Okay. And that's all that we know so far. Wow. This is just that was this this month. Yeah, that was this month. That was two the very beginning. Two people just at the very beginning of this month. 
right when August kicks off. So, thoughts. What are your conclusions after this entire... And I didn't even put them all down. There were some that were just so... They just have nominal ties to Clinton that they listed. But there was probably 20 others I could have written down. Shit, yeah. You know, in all honesty, though, like, my thoughts... It's you, You said so earlier. Whether or not... You know the the Clintons or whatever are aware that the majority of the shit is going on. It's you know it's happening. It's fucking weird. Well, and even if it's only a percentage, it's still some. But now you that think the Clintons are involved in. Yeah, exactly. But we know that. I, I don't know, man. It's so hard to judge this. Well, you even said yourself at the beginning that you couldn't find anybody else. No, I couldn't. And that's that just That posed to say that the there, thing is, the if thing, there is something else, there's only one or two per maybe a politician. This this is a hundred people. Oh, fuck, yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. And I'm sure, like we talked about earlier, shit like this happens in politics all the fucking time. Why anybody would want a job in politics is way beyond me. Uh, I think there's better things that you could do with your time. When I was looking at Snopes, and Snopes has come out as um, being biased, too. They've been caught in some lies. Really? uh, Left-leaning lies, actually, towards the Democratic side. Um, They've been caught in a few of them, but I saw... When I was doing research, Snopes has a few different pages on different of, of these people. Yeah, and the overall kill list or whatever they have a page just on that, and I didn't read the whole thing, but there were things in there like, um, if you truly think about it, you know people that have died weirdly, and I mean, what do you think is just co- like they tried to make a comparison to your own life? Okay, first of all, <laughs> they were I like don't everybody know knows people. somebody yeah, but- that died in a weird way. <laughs> Not that many fucking people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know anybody that died in a weird way. I don't know over 200 fucking people that died in very strange ways, especially at very young ages, you know, and just bizarre shit, man. And uh, I don't know how to explain this. I don't know how to even say it. I think you just, said it They're best. just power-hungry people yes, that whether they they're doing it or not, their machine is doing it. The machine itself is doing it, yes. And whether they are um, aware of it or not, in, in my personal opinion, their finger is, quote-unquote, on the trigger, whether they're aware of it or not. Personally, I think the one... I think... You know, I I can't honestly say that I think that they're all attributed to the like killed by the Clintons. No, even indirectly, right? I do think that there are quite a few that probably were. <laughs> it I don't sure know if I can say that, that I think that any of them killed anybody. Like if either Clinton or Bill or Hillary actually killed anybody themselves, but they wouldn't need to. No, that's my point. They don't have to do any of that shit so who are you voting for <laughs> you said you were going to divulge on the next episode that no. you were going to tell us who you're going to vote I never, for I never said that I would divulge 
I could have sworn next episode. I said, wouldn't that be funny if I finally just fucking said? Because I have never... You were going to say Hillary until you looked into this, weren't you? No, 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 no. (laughs) No, I've had my mind made up for quite some time. And it's, it's... Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, I mean, she would be a better fucking choice. Here's the problem, okay, with politics and all that shit. And we are... Uh, we are I not... I say we all vote for Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I tell you what, like, it's funny... Because we are not even close to a, a political show at all, you know? I like to keep politics where it belongs, which is in the fucking dumpster. But anyway, um, so no, I'm, I'm not. I think this election, more so than any other election of any sort that I've ever seen in my almost 35 years of existence on this planet, it's, it's sickening how polarized everything is. If you're not left, you're right. And if you're so you're so fucking far left or you're so fucking far right that you can't even see the middle anymore, which is sad. So you're falling into their design. A oh, fuck with their that thought. Design. No, you are with that thought right there. Their thought, uh, their goal is to divide us. Yeah, there yes, are people on both sides extremely on both sides. But most most people it's like my analogy with the with the downturn in the economy and thinking your neighbor uh, you're okay but your neighbor's fucked. Sure. It's the same thing. Yeah, Maybe. we have fucked up political leaders right now and we I, I some would Dude, argue we always have and we have crazy yeah, people yeah. running for the presidency. But I don't think that the whole of America is way one side or the other. I think we're being divided to fight each other so that we are fighting each other and not paying attention to what they're doing to us. I would like to know what that is. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you there? Yeah, I heard a little crack. Yeah, I'm back. This is so fucked up. I have no idea, man. This is the same Uh, thing that happened like storm up north of you. Nah, it's nothing like that. This is all uh, technical equipment difficulty bullshit. Um, The same thing happened to us like I think like two or three episodes ago. Oh, so it wasn't Clinton. (laughs) So no, I tell you though, man. I I I don't even fucking care. Like, what their agenda is, all I know is, I sit back and I look at who we have. And it just, I'm not going to say what I was just about to say. Why not? No. Because, no, that's opening up an entirely new can of worms. What I was going to say is, we are the laughing stock of damn near everywhere. And people seem to be just fine with playing this little fucking game. And I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of it. To the point where I can't wait until November gets its ass here and shuffles its fucking ass out. Like, I just want it done and over with. 
because I'm so fucking sick of the last year, better than a year, of just hearing about uh, how fucking idiotic these people are. There, I said it. Like, they're fucking dumb, man. And I don't give a shit if you're a Republican. I don't give a flying fuck if you're a Democrat. You're both fucking wrong. I don't fucking care. It's ridiculous to me. So, yeah, I'm writing myself in. <laughs> I don't want that fucking job. I don't know. Everybody man. write Josh Harden. Fuck that. Like, honestly, what I'm going to do as a voter who would like to see some form of bipartisan effort being made. I would love to see that just fucking once in the la- in the last I don't know what how long now better part of yeah. fucking what I'm doing oh okay now I'm back again Again, so we're, we'll hurry up. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes and all that fun stuff. And everybody give Josh a nice little golf clap for sticking with me because he wanted to uh, end I the did. show I after the break. A, and I wanted to make it a two-nighter. And I was like, I'm already in the mode. I'm already all set to go and I have a good buzz <laughs> on. Like, what else I, did you say? You're like, I'm already, I've already got a buzz. I swear to God, if this fucking microphone cuts out one more time, is I'm it, throwing it's the it mic all. that's cutting out? No, it's not the microphone. It's something to do with the headphones and all that stupid wiring bullshit. No, I'm done with it. Oh my God, what a pain! Uh, <laughs> stop touching stuff. I'm not even touching. It. That's what's funny about. It. I'm not even touching. Oh my. Oh my god, Hillary, leave me alone. <laughs> you bitch. All right. We'll talk to you guys uh hopefully on Tuesday. We'll see if we're still kicking. But yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace I'll out. I'll be right back. <laughs>